Hi, good morning, everybody. I'm coming to you from not quite so sunny California this morning. It's beautiful. I love it. And I love your hair. I, I In the chat, you guys have to comment if you've done anything with your hair during this whole quarantine time. It's like the perfect time to try out colors and, and styles and everything. Yeah, I normally would never have done my hair purple, but every summer my daughters always like to experiment with their hair color. And I've always thought, oh, it'd be fun to have my hair purple. And I think if any time I was ever going to do it, now would be the time to do it. It's just temporary. It washes out. So I love it. And before we went live, Cindy was saying it's like a thing to it, whether her hair will go back to her normal color before the quarantine's over or if the quarantine will last longer. Like, <laughs> which comes first? Um, yeah, it'll be a contest. We'll see. Hopefully, it'll still be purple. We'll get out of this quarantine sooner rather than later. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, well, I somehow had not been in your Facebook group. I was missing out. And um, and Sheila uh, told me about it. Sheila's in our Merch Money group and, and also the Mastermind group. And she was mentioning your group and how much she liked it. And um, so I joined it. And I've loved it, too. It's, it's um, so, so much information for low content books. And, um, I love how you do freebies every month and it's just so helpful. You do a great job. So um, thank you to Sheila and thank you to you. Well, thank you, Helen. And thank you, Sheila, for letting Helen know about my group. Um, it's, it's called strategies for profitable low content books. I started the group sort of as a spinoff for my page for my due to book creator business. And the whole purpose of the group is to help people create books that will actually sell. Uh, I got, it's, I know it's frustrating when people put hundreds and hundreds of books online and then not a single one of them sells. So I try to give people tips to help them create books that will actually, that other people will actually want to buy. Yes, absolutely. Um, oh, Christina's saying love the hair color too. <laughs> Thanks, <you, laughs> Christina. Um, I think Christina was in the middle of, of working on another video, so I think that's why she um, couldn't be here today. But And then Teresa's saying she loves your hair. She wants to do that, too. Um, and can you say the name of your group one more time? Um, Teresa's asking what's the name of your group. It's, it's linked. Called, oh, sorry. It's called Strategies for Profitable Low-Content Books. And it's linked in the description, guys. So wherever you're watching, if it's Facebook or the podcast or YouTube, um, it should be linked there for you to join. Um, and yeah, so how did you get into, let's, let's back up and start uh, from the beginning. How did you get into low content books? What were you doing before that? It's a really, really long story. <laughs> it goes all the way back to 2002 uh, when I had my twins. At the time I was working um, on the International Space Station project. My background is the software. I was a software engineer for many, many, many years. I won't tell you how many, because that's how you date me. But after, when I um, had the twins, I quit my job and decided to stay home with my kids. At that time, I had five. And um, after about the first year or so, I started, things started going back to normal. I started looking for other things to do. And at the time, I was an avid scrapbooker. So I created a book, uh, a business that provided scrapbooking materials for twins and triplets because I found that there was nothing out there for twins. And that kind of progressed and I discovered somewhere along the line POD 
and started doing t-shirts and hats and mugs and you know that kind of thing and you know go down through the years eventually i heard about merch and started started putting out my stuff on merch and then i think it was around two two and a half three years ago that i found out about kdp and that's when i started putting up books on uh, low content books on there and I kind of, you know, being an engineer that I am, I kind of got frustrated with the process. And so that's what led me to create a Duda Book Creator, which provides tools to kind of make creating the books and the covers and stuff a little bit easier. And Amazing. that's when I started the group, the Facebook group too. So kind of- I love it. So I, I love it when I find people that started uh, print on demand before merch. Cause I think merch brought so many people just because Amazon, there's a lot of sellers on Amazon and it kind of just opened the floodgates to a whole bunch of people getting into this business. But before that, I feel like it's the 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 pioneers of print on demand um, that had the experience before merch. Were you um were you on Zazzle or what platforms were you mainly using? I originally was on Cafe Press. Okay. Um, many, many years ago before they changed their um, the way they compensated you. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually got recruited onto Zazzle from my, my uh, twin store. They actually paid me money to move all of my, all of my uh, designs over onto Zazzle. Wow. Yeah, that was, I don't even know how many years ago. It was a while ago. <laughs> that is so cool. Amazing. Yeah, Cafe Press, I, I hadn't been on it during that time of when the, the payments or the royalties changed, but I, I remember... Um, one of our other guests on a previous episode talked about that, how Cafe Press had a big change and everybody left the platform. Um, it's It's been a wild ride. The, uh, print on demand has changed so much over the years and royalty changes and platform changes and, and so much. So it's, it's amazing that you've stuck with it this whole time and, and adapted and um, it's great. So... Yeah, I've kind of done a lot of the things in the middle too. I also dabbled in photography and stock photography, and so it's fun, right? So many different things. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Teresa's saying she heard hears the birds in the background. Oh yeah, they're very loud. If anybody's listening on the podcast later, Cindy's outside, and it's a beautiful day in California, and we could hear the birds. Um, so. Well, I'm so outside because my daughter's inside doing math class. So yes. I can't be bothering talking while she's doing math class. So And that's a whole nother thing. It's 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 interesting documenting this time. So if anybody's watching, you know, years from now, we're in the middle of the quarantine right now. So everybody's stuck at home, schools are closed, kids are at home trying to learn. It's crazy, crazy time. So thank you for taking the time during this time to come on the show. Really appreciate it. You're uh, welcome. And thank you for keeping this going. And I think that it helps to motivate people to get out there and do something. You know, it gives them something else to do if maybe they're they're laid off from their job or looking for other income streams. Your your show can really can really help them get get going with stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it is it is challenging. It's uh, Christine and I have both noticed like it's very hard to keep the motivation going and keep going. It's 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 very interesting. You feel like there's so much to do. Like, why would your motivation go down? But I think just because it's just a general, everybody's going through a hard time. It kind of wears on you no matter what you do. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, just, yeah, just being, you know, in your house all day, every day, the same wall, seeing the same thing over and over again and mm -hmm. not being able to, you know, go out and do your normal things. It just kind of, it, it has an emotional toll on you, I think. Yes, definitely. I agree. And we're, we're doing our best. And I know all, all, everyone in the, that's watching is also doing their best. So we, we, um, salute everyone because it's uh, it's a tough time but everybody's pushing through and and people like you who have pushed through for years during all kinds of changes all kinds of ups and downs um all kinds of stuff in the economy but also in our own little print on demand worlds all kinds of changes and things so it's very inspiring and um i'd love to talk about how you started a group because sometimes we're doing our own thing for so long and then all of a sudden we started group so for me like i had been doing um fba and and things like that and i never did a group i never really even talked that much in the groups a little bit here and there but i was pretty quiet and on the sidelines and then all of a sudden i decided to start um merch money so how did that process go for you did you have other groups in the past or when did you decide to get into that well after I started my, my website, I was looking to, to help people with their, their low content book creation. And I mean, in the past, I'd had a few twins related groups that I'd run and some um, bulletin boards back in the day. If people remember any of that. <laughs> Again, I'm dating myself. Um, but so, so then I decided, well, let's just let's just start it and see see what happens. And I mean, it starts slow at the beginning. We're like, oh, I've got six members, you know. Yay! And like, yay! I had a hundred. It's like the most exciting thing. You're jumping up and down, and you know, you just keep you just keep trying to help people. I think the main thing with a group is that it needs to have a purpose, and you need to have a goal, and it needs to be clear set as to why people should be in your group, and what it is that you're doing to help them in that group. So that's kind of how my groups organize. The whole goal is to help you create books that are going to sell. There you go. Yeah. And let's talk about the group because I, I joined in immediately was like, wow, this is very organized and there's so much in there. Um, and it's funny, just as a total side, some of your templates that you use on posts, I was using the exact same templates in the mastermind group and i'm like i wonder if they think i took hers or vice versa <laughs> but they're just canva templates that we both picked the same one we did different well, colors so i did like the um canva. Canva. black and gold and stuff like that but you did blue and green but it was funny i was like oh i know that template <laughs> yeah it's so funny ever since i started using canva you know i'll be like you'll see somebody have an advertisement even on the tv and you're like that's a canva template i know yep. you got that yep exactly even if you change it you can still tell it's like oh i know where that came from <laughs> yeah but anyway yeah tell us about your group i i absolutely love it um well so what we do i have um i try to do a topic a week that we kind of focus on trying to help people with it. So I started that about six weeks ago. So we've done like covers and interiors and um, keywords, which is a big thing unless people have a lot of keywords questions. Um, this week we're talking about categories. I have a set of learning units that kind of step, if you're brand new into this business, kind of step you through all the steps you need to go through to get your first book up uploaded. You know, and then I try to, to post different links to different um, like pages that'll have inspiration for your interiors, for example. I think this week I did one on, I can't remember what 
So I think we lost her for a minute. It's a little. Cindy, I can't hear you right now. You gotta wait, wait just a second. Sorry, guys, we're having uh, technical problems. Guys in the chat, let us know if you can hear us. Oh, I hear you now, Cindy. Yep, you're back. Yep, I can hear you. Am I back? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she disappeared. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, let us know if you have questions while we're waiting for Cindy to hop back on. Um, post any questions in the chat that you want me to ask her or any questions you have about KDP or anything, um, anything that you want me to ask Cindy. There you are. Okay, I'm back. Yes, uh, you're back. Maybe that I have um, five kids doing remote learning, all live streaming Zooms at the same time. It's all good. Causing, it's, maybe causing a problem. Exactly. It's all good. Don't worry. Um, this is life right now. I mean, this is happening to like major people in news networks where it's like they show up with no pants or all these. <laughs> so many funny things happening. <laughs> so many funny things. So, anyway. It's all good. So I think we cut off where you were talking about, um, you post links, helpful links, and you were talking about categories um, this week. You also do a free uh, free interior every month, right? Oh, you would do, yes. Actually, I just finished um, the free, the, the monthly freebie yesterday. It's going to be a gardening bundle, and I'm hoping to get it up on Monday. I usually have it up free for a week. And then I put it on my uh, store where people can purchase it. Or if you're one of our pro, pro members, you can download it for free that entire month. Oh, I didn't know that part about the pro members. Um, Jacqueline, I see Jacqueline in the chat. Jacqueline, um, it loves gardening too. And she's saying the free interiors are fab. So she must already be in your group. Amazing. Oh, yes. And Teresa is saying she thought it was her shaky Wi-Fi. Nope, <laughs> it's, it's ours. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so so I I know you did one that was like wedding, something to do with weddings, that free interior. Last last month was a caregiver bundle, mm -hmm. weddings. Um, I did like a family organizer. I don't know, I've done so many, it's hard to keep up with all of them. Yeah, I it's really. Remember what I did, so I don't do the same thing over again. Did yeah. The it's amazing how many different kinds of interiors there can be. And um, the more that I'm getting into the whole KDP, the more I'm like, wow, it's just really endless. There's so many different things you can do with KDP books. Yeah, that's that's so true. I, I People are like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm like, there's so many different things. Start with, what do you know about? What do you like doing? What Something that you would buy. You know, make a book that you would buy or your friends would buy. There's, there's I mean, just hobbies, sports, everything out there. There's, endless it truly is absolutely um teresa is saying gardening is huge right now with people wanting to be self-sustainable absolutely yep. yeah i know a lot a lot in fact that's a, a good tip too look at your facebook and see what your friends are doing and i see a lot of people starting gardens doing vegetable gardens herb gardens i see a lot of people getting into baking like bread with yeast without yeast pastries you know that kind of thing a lot of people doing puzzles 
festivals, doing um, sidewalk talk art. So just, you, you can get ideas for books off of all the stuff that you see your friends doing. Absolutely. And I, I love that we have these communities built up because then you can also see get, get ideas from people like you that are, are posting something, a freebie every month. I mean, that gives you a great idea. And so many you, you do so many helpful tips and things like that. You have a whole blog. Tell us about your blog. I have a, a blog that kind of goes along with my, um, my book creator website. And I try to post tips and tricks for different kinds of things. Like uh, I think I did a keyword one throughout how to do your keywords, gives you tips on coming up with them, had some links to some free tools. I have, um, <clears throat> let's see what else I have up there. Uh, different things about niches and how the best niches for you to start creating for are the niches you're already a part of. I think a lot of people spend a lot of time thinking about niche hunting and just throwing darts out at random, trying to find something that's gonna, gonna work for them when the best niches you can create for the niches you already are a part of and the things you already know about because you everyone is an expert on something you know figure out what it is that you're an expert on and run with that and create books for that i think that's a really good point because i think a lot of people try to be just too general um in our little mastermind group we were talking about that earlier this week where we were showing different examples of prayer journals and the ones that are selling really well are more specific. The ones that are not selling as well, it was so generic where it could be for a man, it could be for a woman, it could be for like any kind of personality. Basically, it was just boring. It basically was just, you know, prayer journal, boring cover, like not specific to any kind of person. Um, so I, I like that. If you know about something, you're going to be able to really understand what people want and make it specific to a certain kind of person. And um, those tend to do well. So I, I love. Yeah, yeah. I like to say, um, I just, um, one of the things I like to say is niche down to get found. Because the more you niche down, the more likely it is you're going to get eyes on your book. The yeah. more specific you can target an audience, the better chance your book is going to get found. Plus, it's going to resonate with that person more. Like, if you're just trying to appeal to everyone, you end up not appealing to anyone. Like, it's, um, you want to know who your audience is and who you're trying to appeal to. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. You need to think like the person who's going to buy your book. You know, what, what is it they're going to be looking for? What is going to be attractive to them? And that's how you make a book that people are actually going to buy. Absolutely. So, so you've got the blog. That's something that I'm, struggling with like it's so hard to, to manage all the moving parts and the blog always gets put on the back burner for me <laughs> so the, i'm impressed with you that you you got the blog going and they're very very helpful articles um and then you also use your your software um background so you also have software that i really haven't had a, that much time to dig into but it looks pretty amazing so tell us a little bit about that um yeah, I have a, a site that I coded pretty much from scratch with a little bit of help from my husband. He did a little bit of the stuff that I I did probably nine of it. And it provides tools. So I, I think we're up to like 17 different tools right now. 
and we have tools to help you create covers. I have this one uh, cover creator that a lot of people really like because especially people from a merch background because you can just upload your upload a design and it'll instantly turn it into a cover. You don't have to worry about what the size of the cover is or you know where does the spine go and you don't have to worry about any of that stuff. You can just literally click one button, type your type your title and download the cover. So as a lot of people that's been almost the most popular up until the last couple of months when the the uh, activity puzzle tools have kind of taken off and become more popular. So I have um, one that makes Sudokos, one that does mazes, word word searches, crossword puzzles. Those are all very, very popular right now. Yeah. Um, just generic tools, like if you want to get a dot grid page or you want to just plain lines, we have tools that do that. I have one that will do ledgers for you, which I think is very useful for different logbook kind of things. Yeah, so yeah. many different kinds of logbooks out there. So it's nice to have that that tool. Yeah. And then my favorite tool is I have a what I call the journal builder tool. Mm -hmm. So you can save different pages. Let's say you want, um, I have also an LBC designer where you can go, let's say, create a left side page and then go create a right side page. And then let's say go create a title page and this book belongs to page and save those and go into the journal builder and have it do your title page, your this book belongs to page and then alternate your left and right pages however many times you want to and just click download and it creates the book completely for you because I'm kind of lazy and I, I like to, I don't want to have to cut and paste, cut and paste, cut and paste. Yeah, so yeah. I can just click a button and boom, magic, there's my book for me. Nice. That's, that's one of my favorite ones to use. Yeah. And you have a PDF merger in there. I, I was looking at the website today, looking at all the different tools. So guys, I haven't tried these tools yet, but I want to. So I, I've been in the Facebook group and I've looked at the blog and I've looked at the website, but I haven't had a chance to really try all of them. But it, it really does look pretty, pretty all encompassing where you have everything in one place. Yeah, my goal with the site is to create a single source that people can go to to help them create low, con low content books. Mm -hmm. And it's constantly growing and evolving. And you know, I, I, I get, like last week I had somebody email me about the word search thing and say, hey, can you make it so that I can select which directions the words can go? Like left to right, right to left, up and down. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea, yeah. And then so I, the next day I went and programmed it up and put it online. and. And now it's the tools even better. So I, I love it when my my members email me and say, "Hey, can you make it do this? Or can you can you add something to do that?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's yep. a good idea." And I try to continually make it better and add new things and and have it grow. I mean, the the next thing I'm working on is I wanted to do like one that will generate kind of calendar planner type books. I've kind of had them in my back of my mind for a long time, where you can say, "I want your pages and monthly pages and." and daily pages and weekly pages or what you know whatever combination of that you want from this date to that date push a button and have it create it for you so that's nice. that's the next tool that i want to create that's on my on my list and of course i have all these different, I, have, I have a really long list <laughs> i always have way more things that i want to do <laughs> than i have time to do yeah especially right now when i have to spend a lot of time keeping my eighth grade adhd daughter on track with her remote learning but well, I, 
I, I love what you said about um, you love it when people ask you for certain things or, or suggestions for the tool. I tell people that all the time because sometimes people will do all these extra steps where they like go use a different tool for this part and this part and then they come back to this tool. And I'm like, always just tell me whatever like you wish something had because we know all the different people who made all the different tools. I mean, I'm sure they just would want to know so that they could potentially add it if other people want that too. So guys, this is a good reminder. If you're ever feel like you're doing all these extra steps, just ask if the tool could, you know, eliminate some steps or something could be added. Um, because I think a lot of people are like you where they, they know how to do it and they just maybe hadn't thought of it yet or, um, you know, have it further down the list and they can move it up if enough people want it. Um, so I, yeah, definitely, definitely speak up if there's things that you wish would be different with, with tools. Yeah, definitely. Cause I know with me, I have a really long list. So the things that people ask me for more often, I bump them up on the list. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that really helps me because I want to do what people want and give the, you know, the thing that has the most value because I only have so much time to spend. So I want to do what's going to you know, help the most number of people. Yeah. And uh, also what you mentioned about, you know, now you're having to homeschool and then you're still doing this. I mean, I think that that you represent a lot of people right now where, you know, life is different and, and, and kudos to you for being able to manage all these different changes and, and still come on the show today and still have your daughter be learning. And it's just a lot going on right now. So appreciate all of your work. Yeah, I, I think it's important for the things that could get out of bed and um, something that keeps them going, something for just them that they can do just for themselves. So I, uh, every morning I have, I do a Zoom workout with my gym every morning at 8 a.m. That's one of the things I get up for every day. And if I don't, if I'm not there like this morning because I was doing your thing, I got a text message from the gym owner. Where are you? Are you okay? You know, so that's that's kind of an important thing too to check up on your tribe and make sure everyone everyone is doing all right and and, and keeping going. Oh, I'm so sorry to, that you had to miss the gym today for this. Well, <laughs> thank you very much. That's okay. Um, but and that's great that you do that. That you have um a set thing every morning. Things like that can keep the normalcy going just a little bit, like you're still doing the gym, you're still doing, you know, even if you have to be at home, like it, it's nice if you can figure out ways to still do some of the things you did before. Yeah, I think that's very important for people, especially right now to get up a Zoom call with all of your friends, he says, you know, like you can't go out and have coffee together. But you know, I have a group of friends that we've been together for a really long time, and we we schedule uh, every couple of weeks a Zoom call. You know, we have our coffee all individually, and we're all and we're still talking and communicating. And it's that kind of thing is important for your mental health and to help you keep going. So when it comes time to sit down and work, you feel motivated and go and do it. Yes, I think that's very important. Um, I've been doing a little bit of that too. Probably should do more, but, and that's one reason I wanted to keep this show going because it, it, it is like still talking to people, still keeping your routine as best as you can, um, because routines and talking to people and, and all of that keep you going, keep you positive. So 
All right, well, we got some questions. Teresa's asking if your group is paid. No, no, it's, it's a free group. Anybody can sign up. Just please answer the questions because <laughs> uh, I do have to accept you into the group. And that's that's a good way for me to weed out the, the spammers because you do get people that just want to come in and advertise their, their stuff. So um, yeah, it's a free group. Anybody can join. I do have a challenge that I run every quarter and I have one coming up for Q2, which is called uh, Roadmap to Profitable Low Content Books. And that is a $20 class, but you also get one month free uh, at a doo, doo book creator. But other than that, everything in the group is free. It's totally That's it's cool that you do challenges. That sounds fun. I haven't um, tried one of those. So what's, what's, the, um, what's the challenge? Like, how, how long is it? What does it entail? It sounds... I know people love challenges. So I want to hear. People love challenges. This is the third one that I've done. I, it started off last, like um, Q4 was the first one that I did, which was kind of a help you get ready for Christmas. And I think it was a little late to run that in Q4. So this year, I'm the Q3 challenge is going to be like a Christmas in July to help you get your store, well, your store, your, your KDP business <clears throat> ready for, um, for Q4. Then in uh, January, I ran a, <clears throat> uh, it was called Leap into 2020 Challenge <laughs> because it's leap year. Yeah. And, and it was, the, the purpose of that one was to help you plan out all the books you want to do for this entire year. Oh, I like that. <clears throat> it's amazing how and much. Each challenge is, it's 10. <clears throat> It's uh, 10 days, Monday through Friday, two, two different weeks. I don't really do it on the on the weekends, but you get a workbook. There's daily videos, daily homework, a private group that you're that you're in to ask questions and we do lives <clears throat> to help people you know, go through with the challenge. And then anyone that does the challenge can get a lot, can, is eligible to purchase a lifetime membership for a do-do. So only people who do challenges can get the lifetime membership. And once you get a lifetime membership, you get to do all of the challenges for free and you get all the freebies that I've ever done for free. And you know, it's just kind of a, a little bonus that I add in there. That's so fun. That challenge sounds amazing. And I like that it's just 10 days, just, you know, and very specific, um, amazing. So so then tell, tell us a little bit about the, I can never say that word, a, a dubu, I don't know. What does it mean? How did you come up with that name? Because I can't say it. That's actually a very funny story. Um, it's, we've had the domain, my husband and I, you know, we kind of, we do lots of different websites and we have lots of different ideas. And he had this idea years ago um, to do sort of audio, I do do, he was gonna do some sort of audio processing thing for businesses or something i don't know anyway he never did it but we still have the domain so when i came up with the the idea to do this business you're like well we already have this odoo domain i'm like oh do book creator abc i kind of like that we'll just go with that and then you'll have to go get another domain <laughs> so it doesn't really mean anything it's just <clears throat> kind of i think people it sticks in people's mind though when they hear it because it's different but it's just a uh, do do. A uh, do do. Okay, perfect. I I don't know why. Like I, I see yeah. the word and I'm like I don't know how to say that word. But when you say it, I'm like okay, it's not that hard. A <laughs> uh, do do. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So, so with that, is that, so that includes all the different tools that you have or how, tell us about that. Yes, I don't know yes. about that. Yeah. So it's all the different tools are all on the one website. <clears throat> you have, um, you can go to the website and there's, there's free tools. So there's a set of tools. So if you're, we have different, so there's basic membership or you can be a pro member. So the basic members have access to some of the tools. So like the PDF mergers free to anybody. I have um, transparent ping cover guides, which are free to anybody. Uh, transparent ping um, page guides, which have the, the trim size marks on it it has the gutter marks the safe print area marks that you can download and use and whatever program you're using to create your interior so i think a lot of, I, I i got the idea for that because i did a video a while ago that was showing people how to do a powerpoint use powerpoint to create an interior <clears throat> and i've used a guide that i you know to show the margins and i kept having people asking me how and oh. So I finally said, I'll just create a tool and then you can just go and download the guide yourself there. Because I kept having to email the guide to people. So I'm like, here, now you can just go download it yourself. I don't have to keep emailing this to everybody. Perfect. And then there's also a tool that anyone can use that one of, it was one of the first tools I created because, again, like I don't like to cut and paste things over and over again. So you can upload one page and Say I want 100 pages and push the button, you got a 100 page PDF for that one page, all of the same page, for example. Because nice. the, the, the whole goal of the site is to make it easier and to have to create to have tools that provide time savings to people because everybody's time is really valuable. And I, I, I don't like to do things over and over and over and over again. Yes. <laughs> There's an easy yes. push a button how to do it for me. Yes. And guys, we have that link in the description. So I think that one, um, like the basic is free, right? And then you upgrade yeah, to pro. Okay. Yeah. So, so the link, if you guys click on that, um, that'll get you into the basic, which is free. And then you can kind of look around and see what you think, what you like, and you could always upgrade to pro later, but just a basic free one is good just to, so you don't forget about this site and so that you can see it because, um, and see the blog and all of that because Cindy has a lot of great, um, just great ideas, like the way that your brain works. I, I love talking to all the different people because everybody is a little bit different, how you think, what you do. Um, so it's, it'll give you ideas and different ways to look at things. Yeah, I think that's very true because everybody doesn't think the same way. Mm -hmm. So there's different ways of doing things. I think it's important for you to to listen to a bunch of different people and see what different ways different people are doing things and see what what works for you and what yeah. makes sense for you and then run with that exactly yep so yeah guys any questions thank you guys all for being here we've got jacqueline Teresa, um janelle i think we got some more people too, but thank you guys all for being here and let us know if you have any questions or any suggestions. If you're already in the group and there's something that you are looking for for an interior, post it. Maybe that'll be something Cindy can add in the months ahead. Um, yeah, definitely. One, one of the other tools that I have on there that's free to anybody is uh, a KDP calculator, 
because I know a lot of people have trouble figuring out what kind of price they yeah how many pages and what if I make this and so this it's just a, a simple little tool you just select your trim size and my color ink or not and how many pages and it'll tell you what the costs are going to be and how much you make if it's extended distribution or not extended distribution and I think it's just a just a fun little tool that people can use to help them figure out what price they should set for their book or and even how many pages they should have in their book before you even start start working on it great point that, that would be really helpful and hi Loretta Loretta just said she got here um, better late than never yes thank you Loretta we're talking about KDP today with Cindy. So what other um, tips do you have maybe for people that are just getting started? Maybe, you know, merch is down right now. Some of the people in this group were mainly focused on merch and now they're expanding to Etsy and KDP and some of these other platforms. So what, what suggestions do you have for people that are just getting started now with KDP? I think now is a great time to be jumping into KDP. So I think you should look look at your merch niches and pick one that you know the most about and you dive into that and look in. So my, my main tip is to start with what you know, because what, what you know, you, you can take that knowledge and use it to create the books. So let's say, for example, my husband, he's, he's a marathon runner. He likes to run marathons. So if I was going to tell him to start creating books, I would say, hey, why don't you create one about training for a marathon? Because he's run a bunch of different marathons. He's trained really good for some of them and not so good for some of them. So he has a lot of experience and can use that experience and that knowledge to help other people train for a marathon and create a logbook. He can have his tips and tricks to tell the people what worked for him, what didn't work, and how badly it went when he didn't train enough and what you should do to not have that happen to you. So take what you know and think about, you know, do, do like a personal inventory. What, what do I know about? What do I like doing? What am I passionate about? And look at how you can turn what you already know and what you love doing into a book that can help other people who may be just getting started out in that field or that hobby or that activity, whatever it is, and create books for that. You know, and, and then my second tip is also the niche down to get found kind of thing where don't don't have your don't think in broad terms. So for example, don't target moms. I mean moms is a great a great area to target but you need to become you need to be more specific so you can target like moms of twins moms of twins with just girls moms of twins with just boys moms of twins with boys and girls these are three different ways of suddenly the more you can get and the more highly targeted you can make your book to people and the more you make the book to help people do something, accomplish a goal, be successful in whatever it is they're trying to do. Those are the books that are going to sell. Those are the books that people are going to buy. And I, I, I like to tell my people that they should try to build a brand. So find out what you can be the expert at and dive deep into that and create multiple books to that same niche. Go create a Facebook book. That, I mean, a Facebook group 
that can help people in that niche with whatever it is your books are about too. And then you have a ready-made audience. So every time you make a book for that niche, you already have a group that's probably going to go buy it. So you need to Amazing. try to make connections and try to help people. And, and that's the way you're going to have a successful, a successful business one, one way. Amazing. Do you have any training on things like that or any blog posts about, about a, just how to get started and then B like how to do something like that? Like, or I do have um, I do have one blog post that's about um, niche hunting, which which talks about instead of hunting for a niche, mm -hmm. look at yourself and find out what niches you're in and use that to, to start your business. Mm -hmm. So that one about that. I talk about that a lot in the challenges on how to okay. do that and how to be an expert and how to set yourself up as the expert. Cause that's, that's, I think one of the big things is you want to have credibility for your book mm -hmm. it, that helps people to see, you know, well, like, cause I'm a twin mom. So when I have, I like to put, you know, this, this book was made by a twin mom for a twin mom. And I think that helps other people say, Oh, well, she knows exactly what I'm going through. Cause she's a twin mom too. So I'm going to buy her book instead of buying this book over there by, you know, Joe, whoever, who doesn't, who doesn't have twins, doesn't know anything about it. So I think establishing yourself somehow as an expert in that whatever niche it is will go a long way to having profitable business and making lots of sales. Amazing. I love that tip. And um, maybe after this, let me know the link to any of those blog posts that you think would be helpful. And I'll, uh, I'll post them in the, the description or in the Facebook group. Because I think uh, those are all things that that people don't think about quite enough. So they make a book and they throw it up there, but they don't really take that next step of trying to build an audience or trying to establish credibility or anything like that. Yeah, I think there's really, you know, a couple, two, two main different philosophies for running a low content business. One of them is I'm gonna make hundreds of thousands of books and throw them up and see what sticks. And the other one is I want brands and create okay I think I'm back um build your business around a brand or in just a few brands because like I said I I don't like doing things over and over again so I don't want to do a thousands and thousands of books I want to create a few highly targeted books that help particular niches and that resonate well within those niches that people are going to buy that I can build a like sort of a fan base around. So every time I create a new book there, so I already have a built-in audience to buy it. And you, you can grow that that fan base over time. Yeah. And that, that's the method I'd rather do than the thousands and thousands of books. You yeah. Know, and it depends on, you know, what, how you want to run your business. That fan base that you've built and the brand that you've built, um, did that start with print on demand? Like, do you also have print on demand items that work for that group as well? I do. I do actually. Uh, my twins business, I've had it for, well, since like around 2003, 2004. That I, so I've had, had that for a really long time. Yeah. And I have an Etsy store. I still have stuff on Cafe Press for it. It sells a little bit because I never took anything down from Cafe Press. I never mm -hmm. put anything else back up after they changed their, their royalty thing. And then I still have stuff on Zazzle. So I, and I have the twins stuff on Amazon and on Etsy and I have a website and so 
you can and have groups for that too so but yeah kind of i've kind of neglected it a lot recently because i've been doing more of the low content but business stuff but uh -huh. but i think that's a good a good method of building building a brand and building a following and building a group of like-minded people that are all in yeah yeah and, it, and and it is amazing like you said like it just grows over time i mean even now with maybe neglecting it a little bit i'm sure you probably still have people joining or still like if you do post anything you have people that are still there that will be happy to see it um so it's it's nice and it just it just keeps growing i mean even i've started to learn that just even with this group where few people away from hitting 10,000 in the Facebook group. So guys, if you're not in that Facebook group, please join or share it with your friends. So hopefully in the next week or two, we'll hit 10,000. Um, yeah. yeah, it's exciting. And it's, it's, uh, it's just something that if, if you just stay consistent over time, it just keeps growing and keep learning and it's fun. I, I really enjoy it. I, I've had fun building up Merge Money and then now I think I need to do the same kind of thing with different niches. So I haven't really done that yet, but it's something that I would like to do um, because I think you're absolutely right that it helps with selling anything, your merch shirts, your KDP books, anything. Um, yeah, and I think it helps if it's something that you're passionate about. Yeah. If you really care about it, that's going to come through to people. And people yeah. are going to see that you're genuine and they're going to be attracted to that. Yeah, I don't think I would even try if it wasn't something that I was passionate about. Just because I know how much work it takes. Like, at least the way I've done it, it's taken a lot of work for merch money. So if I didn't really like print on demand, there's no way I'd be able to do it. Plus people would see right through it because every time I'm talking to somebody, they would be able to tell if I wasn't interested or if I wasn't asking the right questions. Um, so I think it's it's better if you can pick something you really like, so. Yeah, I think that also helps keep you motivated because you know, like if I were to create a book for marathon running, I don't run marathons. I would never want to run a marathon. In fact, yeah. I'm a little wacky. So I couldn't, be as passionate about it and I couldn't people it's gonna come through people are gonna know they're gonna be yeah. able to tell that I'm not really into this I'm just trying to make a quick buck you know and yes. I think that's the difference between people trying to make a quick buck and people who are generally trying to help other people yeah make themselves better or help them run a business and I think that comes through a lot and it takes a while at least I don't know maybe some people are better at it than me but it takes a while to to build up a group and an audience so I think I mean if you're just trying to make a quick buck, it's going to be really hard because <laughs> it doesn't happen instantaneously. Like it takes some time. So I think picking something that you're very interested in or even just something that you would like to do. So maybe you're not a marathon runner, but maybe it's one of your goals and, and you just want to document the whole process or something like that. Um, but it, it, it takes time. It takes effort. So. It does take time and effort. At the beginning, and you only have eight people mm -hmm. and you think, oh, I'm never going to, why do I, why do I post? But you just got to pretend that you have a thousand people. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think you just got to, got to care about the people that are in your group and care about trying to make them be successful. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be something that you would do anyway, even if you didn't get paid for it because, because uh, you probably won't get paid for it the first six months to a year. Uh, I mean, some people do. Like if I, if I started a group right now, I've learned enough that I probably could make money right away. 
But for me, I had zero clue how you make money from a Facebook group. So the whole first year, it was mostly just learning and getting guests on the show and talking to people and not making anything. Um, so I think it, it had, but it was worth it to me because I was learning it and I was going through the process. So I wanted to learn just as much as anybody else in the group. So I was learning from the guests I was having on the show. I was learning from the posts I was sharing because I had to, you know, go find these blog articles or these things and read them. So then I was learning. Um, so for me, it was, it, I would have, I would do it regardless of if I got paid or not. And I think that's sort of the starting point for most groups. If you want to build a brand or a group, it's got to be in something that you're willing to just not make a lot of money from in the beginning. But then later, once you have the audience, it does make it a lot easier to, to uh, have your products be seen and, and have people that it would really help them. Yeah, exactly. I think if your motivation for starting the group is to make money, that you're not going to be successful. Yeah. Your motivation has to be that I want to help these other people with whatever it is that you know, the purpose of the group is for. Yeah. And it's also rewarding because then you see your books in use. So if it really is helping somebody, they're going to post in the group and be like, oh my gosh, this really helped me. I, you know, knocked off five minutes off my time in this race or, you know, I did, you know, I lost 30 pounds or whatever it is. Um, you're going to get to see that, which is so exciting to see the the comments from people and, and how much the different products are helping them. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of a reward on its own is when mm -hmm. something that you've thrown out there has helped somebody else. And that's also motivation to keep going. Yes. And also questions or suggestions from people that can help you make your next book better or your next shirt better because they might say, you know, I really liked this, but I wish it had this phrase on it, or I, I really liked that, but I wish the color was a little different, or, you know, you get ideas for your next product just by the people in the group. Oh, definitely. I've gotten lots, lots and lots of ideas for new, new uh, shirts in my twin business off the things people have said, hey, can you do a shirt that says that? You know, yeah. I had one person ask me to make a shirt that said, my wife dropped a deuce because he wanted to wear it in the delivery room, which I thought was the most hilarious thing. So I made it for him, put it up on Etsy. That is now one of my best selling Etsy shirts. <laughs> which, you know, it's just something silly like that that I would never have come up with that on my own, you know, yeah. at all. And like, it's surprised that, oh, okay, uh, I'll put it up for you. <laughs> and then other people bought it. So I'm like, okay, you never know. So a lot of times the best people to talk to are your, are your target audience because they're the best people who know what they want and then you can can give it to them you know yeah well thank you so much for coming on today i i really enjoyed talking to you and and excited about everything that you're doing um is there anything that you wanted to talk about or tell everyone that maybe i forgot to ask you um i'm just gonna plug my my q2 uh to challenge right now because sure, absolutely, really, really super valuable to people. I'm working on it right now. It's called Roadmap to Profitable Low Content Books. And I'm basically going to take you through every single step. I created a flow chart that shows all the steps that you need to take to make books that are going to sell. And I'm going to take you through all the steps and show you how I create one of my books step by step by step by step so that you have a concrete example to go off of to help you when you create 
your stuff going forward. So I think it's going to be a really, really good challenge. And um, I think I may have maybe putting a little too much into it for two weeks, but I'll, <laughs> I, I leave it open so people can go back and review everything going forward. And well, when does that start? Actually, I don't have a start date because I haven't finished it yet because I've got a little too ambitious, but I'm trying to make it be the last two weeks of May. Okay. May end up being the week after that, but I haven't I haven't put the page up yet for it, but I'm going to put the signups up soon so that people can, can start signing up. I've had a lot of interest from people in my Facebook group about, about joining and doing it. So nice. I'm really excited for this challenge because I think it's going to be really good and really help people know all the steps they need to take to get those books that are going to sell out there and create it. Awesome. As soon as you have that sign up link, let me know and I'll, I'll put it in the description of the video. So guys, if you're watching the replay, it might be there. Um, if not, just let me know and I'll, I'll get it to you. So. All right. And I'll throw one more tip out there for keywords because I know that's a huge stumbling block for a lot of people is keywords and how to find them. And um, hopefully everyone knows not to reuse any keyword that's already in your title, your subtitle, your pin name, or your categories. And to fill up completely as much as you can all seven of those slots. And you know, the, the very best way to do that is it's completely free on Amazon. Try to think like your customer and go type what you would have. So like Twin Mom's Journal and see what pops up in the autofill. That's the first, first method. And another method that I like to tell people to use is to use the who, what, where, when, how, and why's for your book. Just sit down and, and do a brainstorm. Who is this book for? Who's, who's going to want to buy it? You know, twin moms, twin moms of girls, twin moms of boys, twin moms of whatever. You know, what are they going to use this for? To journal my twins' first lot year in life, or what, whatever it is. You know, and then where are they going to use it? That's that's important for say you made a travel version for your book. You want to say this is a travel version, pocket version, take take with you, and use all kinds of words for that. Um, like when are they going to use it? Are you using it on a travel? Are you going to use it at home? Are you going to use it at a restaurant? who what where when how and why why are they going to use it that is a really really important one that's the motivation as to why they're going to buy your book it's sort of what benefit are they going to get off of your book so if you're doing um like a fitness log so it could be lose weight, you know, you're going to reach your fitness goals, you're going to lose weight, you're going to become fit, you know, what, what it is people are going to benefit from your book. And that by doing writing all this stuff down, you're going to have more than enough words to fill up all of your slots. So hopefully that will help somebody. <laughs> yes, I think that is great. Because that that is something that I try to remind myself too. because sometimes you're sitting there, you know, just trying to think of synonyms or, or more words that are the same, but it, you might forget like, well, what are they going to use this for? You, you know, you got to make sure you include all those different things. So great tips, great advice. Um, and thank you so much, Sheila, for introducing me to Cindy. Um, and anybody watching, feel free to introduce me to people that you know, or people that you haven't seen on the show. I, we've already had, you know, over a hundred people on this show. And I'm always amazed how there's so many people that I don't know yet. 
Um, so definitely let me know. I'd love to, uh, I always love to meet new people and, and get more insights. The more people that we talk to, the more clearer picture that we all have um, and tips that we haven't heard before. So um, definitely let me know. We always want more people. And thank you so much, Cindy, for being open to coming on because I don't think you knew who I was either. So I didn't. Thank you, Sheila, for introducing <laughs> us. And thank you, Helen, for having me on here today. It was a lot of fun. Yep. And uh, I, I think everybody should go join your group. Um, I've already learned things from you just from being in the group a few months. So um, thank you. Thank you for running a fantastic group and, and for creating all these tools. Thank you. And thank you for being here today. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And, and thank you so much for everybody that was watching. We'll uh, see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye.